But getting back on track, no, it's one of those things where if the uh, whalers are in town to trade their supplies, mm. uh, I want to check in with them while I'm recovering because I want to find out, one, uh, what they do in the event that somebody falls overboard. Mm-hmm. I want to know what the rescue procedure is for people who are in the frigid waters. Because mm-hmm. that seems really important, and I haven't been there before. So Yes. Um, well, specifically on their ship, uh, they have a, uh, a position uh, called a squall master, who is actually a trained druid. Uh, and part of his responsibilities is if someone falls overboard, he shapeshifts into a, uh, like a sea lion and just pulls them back out of surface. And then, you know, casts healing spells on to keep them from freezing to death. And what happens if that person falls overboard and gets unconscious or whatever like that? And you're kind of fucked. Don't fall overboard again. Well, wow. If he falls overboard, theoretically, he can turn into whatever right. and be all right. If he falls overboard and is incapacitated, well, then shit's already going wrong in a million different ways. Yeah. Uh, and then I guess the next question I would have while I'm recovering is um, what type of supplies do they wish they had they don't have enough of? So that is a good question, and I've been trying to figure that out myself because I'm sort of picking it up on the fly. Um, I'm going to say that... Valuable supplies to them would be lumber. They lumber don't really, tar, yeah. They they don't cut their own trees. They trade for lumber, and they always have repairs to make on their ships. So if if you wanted to, if you wanted to trade something very valuable to them, you would trade in lumber or like iron nails would be very helpful. Um, okay. Uh, textiles, the cloth to make sails, um, stuff that they can't produce in a you know. A barbarian camp. So that seems really easy. I bet we can get the textiles here while I'm recovering. Mm-hmm. And then I bet we can get the nails from Tourmaline on the way to the north. And then I bet we can get whatever lumber is left behind in the absence of the lumberjacks at Lonelywood. Oh, yeah, and Lonely get all Wood. three of those things on the way through without even having to make a detour. Yeah. Um, um, with the exception of lumber being very heavy and bulky, you would need like pack animals, proper pack animals to haul it. But yeah, if you like want. rent an ox or whatever, whatever it's the yak, I guess. We got Sigh. Size a rental ox, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're rented by the whole town. Um, he's the village bicycle. Um, <laughs> uh, yes, theoretically, you have places where you could secure all of that stuff for a fee that I will work out later, but it's going to be a pittance compared to buying magical items. Nails are probably very cheap, and the lumber is free. Nails, honestly, will probably be stolen. There's no one in Tourmaline to collect payment from you. Good point. Um, but it's a mining town, theoretically. Actually, lumber is probably easy to come by, too, because everything was obliterated by a dragon. Yeah. So um, just fill up a dog sled with shit. Well, or wood. Um, but either way... Um, so yeah, it, that that's the sort of stuff that you would probably be able to barter with the, the barbarians for. Okay, that's fine. Um, so we take two dog sleds and just load one up with the supplies we'll trade. Seems good enough. Um, so to the magic mirror then. Uh, I'm going to wave, hand wave any survival checks because even though the towns are no longer, um... It really habitated by any anybody. I, there's there's people that are trying to go back and make a fresh start of it and rebuild their homes, but there's a, a lot more that are just staying in Brinchander for the time being. Um, so you do see the odd person here or there, but you travel through Tourmaline, you're able to scrounge, you know, a couple of like, I would say like paint can size barrels of iron nails yeah. for trade, and then Some um, broken logs and stuff for lumber. And- yeah, um, basically all the stuff you get for scrounging. Um, the barbarians would do it themselves, but you can take stuff without fear of being called thieves because you're the heroes of the Ten Towns, and they assume that whatever you're doing with this stuff is for the greater good. That's the benefit of being who you are. Um, so no survival checks because you're traveling along the roadway um, into the Lonely Wood to a place you've been before. How do we have to hit the mirror again? You have to attune to it. Into well, the woods. And somebody was already attuned to it, I think it was yeah, right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Atuna. <laughs> Una the Atuna. Atuna Maka. Atuna Mint. I have breath mints that are just tuna flavored. <laughs> um, Frank. I'll hand wave the, the sneaky of you going in and making sure that nothing else is, you know, made a sinister home out of this elven tomb. Uh, it appears to still be safe and uninhabited. Um, but you do find that you have to reattune to the mirror when you interact with it if you want to use it. Someone else has attuned to it. Reasonable assumption. <clears throat> Yuck. <sighs> Fuck me. The mirror says no. You have two more questions. 
Um, Would you go out with me, yes or no? <laughs> no, really? No. <laughs> Do you like me? Do you like like me? <laughs> really the guy who invented the quickie mart? Yeah. Um, bef- I mean, like, approaching the mirror and realizing that I have to attune to it again, mm-hmm. uh, Una looks around and tries to see, because the, the crypt is fairly protected from the elements, right? Like, the inside yes. of the crypt. Yeah. Is, are there, like... Any footprints in the dust, or like... That sounds like a survival check. I would like to look for that. I, th- I assume Una would like to look for that as well? Yes. I give Mastermind at one of you. To one of you. Probably uh, give it to Una. Yeah. Plus five? Plus nine? Yeah. <laughs> then you have advantage. Yay! Maybe better than me, because mine is pretty low. Nineteen. Yep, sixteen. Nineteen. Uh, Una, you are able to determine that there are tracks in the snow here. Uh, animal tracks, um, uh, very small, uh, like a large rodent, like maybe like a ferret or a weasel, uh, Druid. came in. Mm-hmm. Druid, like probably the ones of a real. Yeah. Ravison, I think that's a druid, right? Uh, maybe. Probably. Uh, whatever it was, ha- uh, came in and also exited, um, back out into the snow where you lose the trail because it's, it's old. Mm-hmm. Um, it made several stops inside the tomb, uh, including the um, the stone sarcophagus where Ravison's sister was entombed, and the mirror. Is the sarcophagus disturbed in any way? Uh, no, the uh, the body still lays in a uh, perpetual state of uh, uh, what's it called? The spell that keeps you locked gentle, in uh, gentle, gentle repose. Yeah. Um, fresh. Holly and uh, laurels have been laid on the, the body. So that didn't occur to me at the time, but um, we might consider burning that. What? Why? Burning the hull? Oh, let's burn the hull. Well, I was thinking burning the corpse. Yeah. Why is that, Coos? We've encountered creatures that have risen from the dead out in the wilds, and if there's an intent to preserve the body, then there might be an intent to bring them back to the world of the living. But there are other ways to dispose of it that are less conspicuous. Eat it. <laughs> I mean, As, Zeb's eyes do instinctively dart toward Luna, but she doesn't, yeah, Una rather, but she doesn't say anything. <laughs> I just want to see Una like a pie-eating contest where she has to eat the whole body in one sitting. <laughs> like but bones if you do, it's all. free. <laughs> We're all standing on her, chug, chug, chug. <laughs> if it's a pie-eating contest, she's going to do it with her hands behind her back, too. <laughs> I'm standing in the background with a t-shirt like, I ate the body in two minutes. I mean, Ravison is a girl, right? Yes. And this is her identical twin. Yes. So, I, a quick quick question. Like, so my whole theory about earlier, really, like, oh, is, is Ravison, like, holding Aureal all up in her body parts? Or do we think that Ravison was saving her sister to maybe put Aureal in I it? mean, Una hasn't told anyone. I know. What? But, like, I'm, that's just a thought I had for you. A, a you and me thought outside of the realm of mm-hmm. game. Mm-hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. Uh. Are you said the tracks are pretty old? Like yeah, uh, it's it's tough with a nineteen. That's a very good roll. You can see, you know, you can determine the type of animal. You can see where it went and you know where it lingered and, and whatnot. But it, and then it's not fresh. Yeah, but like, it, you, it's not like carbon dating. You can't tell like how old. Okay, well I guess we're fighting over this mirror then. We could also set up a trap. For this lady, in case she comes back. <clears throat> I would like to do that as well as disposing of the corpse, as well as attending to the mirror. Let's do all these things. Okay. Um, well, I'm sp- uh, Sai will ask, well, just confirm. Mm. The body is the sister of the the Aureal worshiper. Like yes, I, they are identical like, yes. sisters. Yep. So if we dispose of that body, the sister is focused on, like, Aureal shit. Mm-hmm. As soon as we do that, it'll be 110% focused on, on killing us. Yes. Yes. Are we okay with this? Yes. <laughs> I'm not okay. <laughs> like, are we okay with this? And everybody's like, yes, you're like, no, wrong answer. <laughs> Try again. Run it by me one more time, Dave. So, if we burn this body, it'll yes. go from whatever mission... Her agenda becomes killing us with yeah. nothing else in between. Well, yeah. How does she know it's us? 
I think she's <laughs> she probably figure it out. <laughs> I mean, she can also use the, the mirror. mirror. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she'll, but you, the mirror doesn't look back in time. Right. No. Right. Mm-hmm. And, but, and theoretically, if you attune to it and then you burn the body, she can't use the mirror to see what you're doing. No, but she knows that we oppose her. Una is an escaped sacrifice. She can probably connect the dots. She can yeah. probably. There's there's a reasonable assumption to be made that it. it it could be you guys. She has run up against you before. Yeah, mm. and the whole town says we are now the heroes. Yeah, yeah. like mm. we're the biggest badasses. Who yeah. else is gonna burn her sister's corpse? My, my vibe is it's like I I understand like dead stuff. We gotta wake stuff up, but also like not to metagame it. We are only level seven right now. That, um, well, and that. plus also <laughs> she comes back here regularly to keep gentle repose up on this. Yes. Mm-hmm. So gentle repose only lasts what like ten days, right? Like, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So burning it, why? She comes back here. Right. But if she comes back one day with the ability to bring the dead back to life, it's two of them we have to deal with. Yeah. Or stuff a god into the body. Or yeah. stuff a god into the body. There's a lot of reasons why we shouldn't just let this corpse hang out here. The question is whether we want to draw her out or not. If gaining her attention would benefit us in that we could at least... She would be angry and apt to make mistakes. It would be a good time for us to catch her. Interrogate her. Let me finish. However, if we do not wish to provoke that ire, there is no reason to. As much as I do appreciate the possibility of eliminating... A potential new one of these enemies. I, I refer to the my, my phone shot again. Yeah. It seems that we are not currently in her nor the goddess's crosshairs. Necessarily. I'm only speculating here, but perhaps that shift in weather was merely a warning for us not to mess with her guardians, or whatever these things are. And instead of destroying it, we could just bring it with us. I really don't like that plan. No. <laughs> that is the worst plan. The body. No. Yeah, I don't want to bring the body. I can, animate, I can animate it. <laughs> now it's under general well, repose. Actually, though. no, you can't. It's general repose. You gotta yeah, wait until she comes back. Yeah, you gotta wait until she comes back. Oh, and right. the, the five second gap between well, the. <laughs> general repose. Uh, okay, Zev doesn't know this in character, but general repose does expire. Yeah, yeah and so we could bring days. the body with us yeah. and later animate it, and then animate yeah. it and have it march to the bottom of the lake so but she what, can't find it. The thing is, <laughs> but you can just use the mirror. And when it's animated, it is now a zombie. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, but she's gonna look for her sister. So my next question is: Let's go out down the hypothetical road that we destroy the body and it draws her ire. Can we just destroy the mirror? Uh, theoretically, yes. It is uh, held to the wall with uh, magic glue, so you can't separate it and bring it with you. But I don't suppose there's anything stopping you from destroying it. Um, destroying a magic mirror might have unintended consequences, but you could destroy it. Yeah, Seven thousand years of bad luck. This is an elven tomb. <laughs> I mean, do you remember uh, Army of Darkness when Ash destroyed the mirror? What happened? No, I never. <laughs> <laughs> um, nothing good. I'm a sure. bunch of ash holes is what yeah. happened. Yeah, yeah. Um, Gulliver's Travels happened. Is gentle repose used enough? that, like, a moderate history check could, like... Um... So my Arcana well, would probably be more appropriate. Let me, yeah, let me, let me pull up the spell. It's so one I of can... my signature spells, I can tell you. Oh! oh. oh yeah. just no. Yeah. Go for it. Um, every ten days, uh, someone performs a ritual over the body, and mm-hmm. it keeps it in the state that it... That it's I could also thing. dispel the magic of Gentle Repose, by the way. That can also That's be also something. a possibility... It's, so she was here most recently. We have probably at a like maximum, nine days ago. <laughs> yeah, between one and ten days ago. And earlier, it was said that the tracks are old, old, which means they've probably been around for at least a week. Which means she could walk here any minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So first, thing, before we do anything else, attune and look for her. <laughs> like, All right. Of traps. Yeah, I yeah. was gonna say ferret traps. I was gonna say that <laughs> the magic mirror I can only use once per day. So like, we have to pick one thing. Yeah, it's her, for sure. Yeah, That's why we wanted to come back here anyway. Okay. Uh, and while she's doing that, that's a very good point. I'm going to set up my hunting trap, mm-hmm. um, set up Niantine, an ambush position, and we're basically just going to like layer this place with as many traps and alarms and spells as we can get. Alright. Uh, I will alarm the entryway. Okay. Uh, alarm is placed on the entryway. Um, <clears throat> you attune to the magic mirror. It takes you an hour. Probably take you an hour to set up. Is anybody else doing anything during the course of this hour? I'll keep watch. Okay. Uh, just a hidden, a hidden watch. All right. Makati? 
Can't think of anything. Okay. Sai? Oh, I mean, like, I wasn't here before, so I'm, like, poking around, but yeah. that's pretty much it. Yeah, that's fair. Sai, mm. anything for you? I... Oh, God. Do I do augury to get... Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah, you do. I'm sorry. I shouldn't put yeah. words in your mouth, but yes. Yeah, augury. All right. Um... Mm. And do I? I picked that like wheel, wheel or woe. Wheel, woe, wheel and woe or nothing. And I'm going to ask the question: What will happen if we take the body with us? Because he wants to destroy it. I already know what's going to happen if we fucking destroy it. But if we take it with us, I mean, it's probably going to be the same thing. But I don't know. A lot of good options could. Uh, yeah. I support your zombie idea, by the way. Like. So oh, if man. the question is, are you ta- what would happen if we, if we took take the, the body, body with us? I know this is going to be unsatisfying to the table. The answer is nothing. Nothing. Okay. Interesting. Uh, something else that popped into my head that we haven't thought about in a very, very long time are um, Sonar's legs and Barry. Barry's <laughs> dead. There's, there's the title of the, the third part of the podcast. <laughs> Sonar's legs and Barry. They, I, th- I think they died during the dragon. Well, Sonar's legs were dead. They've been dead a couple of times. A long time, yeah. Uh, and, and Barry was burned. Yeah, Barry um, was, he was cooked. I thought he was abducted. Yeah. No, cooked. Um, he was cooked, although um, you, you don't know about Barry's berries. He does reproduce by... Dropping by berries, berries and, so yeah. there's probably just a bush. Yeah, there, there could a be a bush. Junior somewhere. Yeah, <gasps> it's oh, not awakening. It's just a bush. Don't get excited. Boy. It's just a bush. Totally sexy. <laughs> <Okay>. New target. <laughs> New target. Listen, where's Barry? I know how it be, but it is. Dude, just where's a my berry? Dude, where's my bush? <laughs> Dude, where's my bush? <laughs> <laughs> you said to find Barry, and it shows you hell. <laughs> <laughs> He's just there screaming. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Barry did some fucked up shit before you came along. <laughs> Uh, all right, so yes, wheel or woe gets you an answer of nothing. If you take the body with you, nothing happens. I relay that as is. Okay. Attune to the mirror. I do that. And you are trying to find where Ravison is. All right. And if I remember correctly, the mirror allows you to look through your target's eyes and see what they see. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. I want to say yes. Um. But you can't determine, like, where they are. It's or, not like a GPS location yeah. service. Yeah, so. if there's, like, a signpost in front is of it, them, like... Was it through the eyes or was it third person? Because I thought I remembered the description of Ravison walking through the snow. Oh, yeah. She had tears on her face. I think it was the sensation of tears or something. I yeah, because that. I remember describing that you looked down <laughs> and she was carrying Chardolin with her. Okay, yes. okay, okay. Um, I just remember. Which, and also to... Because we're, we're bringing up Ravison again... Just to give everybody the reminders on all the little clues that you got along the way, you determined from interrogating Durgar that she traded that Chardolin for moss agates. Um, oh, and some. Did I do an arcana check on what moss agate is for? I think Sai did, and I think we Sai found did. out already. I, I thought Sai did and failed the check. I did, yeah, I failed it. Maybe it's time to revisit that, because that was like five levels ago. It would be reasonable to do. If somebody wanted to do that, it would be an uh, arcana check. Not me. No. Go for it. Oh, now we have somebody. Now we have somebody who knows Arcana. Go figure. Sort of. Uh, 15? 15. Uh, moss agates are a spell component to used in the spell Awaken Animal. She is a druid and she's awakening animals. Okay, noted. Uh, whale? The whale. The whale's already, whale's awakened. already awakened. No, but a real, well... This is out of character, but a reel is in the west, right? That's what they said, yeah. yes. Which is also where the whale is. Yes. yes. <clears throat> our whale? Are we going to have to Moby dick this whale down? Are we going to have to dick, <laughs> <him>? dick <laughs> a whale <laughs> down? I'm in. Dick down Eat that whale. Blow hole. Right, the fox whales. They don't call it a blowhole for nothing, baby. Oh, no, I, I don't think it. I don't think it's connected to that whale or whales in general. I think it's just that she is a druid who needs minions. Mm. Did you encounter any other awakened animals in your travels? The wolf. The wolf. Yep. We encountered the wolf quite a long time ago. Mm. Pre dragon attack. Like, I think it was before the like mirror. Animal was bound. and not like pers- like animal or like animal. Awaken, like, we're animals, you know what I mean? Awaken causes an animal that's not currently got an intelligence score by the game rules. Yeah. So it's oh, like, okay, okay. So it's literally like dogs, cats, living together, masses, era. Because, like, that... Polar bears. Mm, yeah. I'm thinking probably awakened <laughs> polar bears. We're dealing oh, with could be shit, something yeah. along those lines, yeah. 
Uh, so you focus your attention on... Uh, also, Barry was awakened by her. That is true. Well, uh, technically, Barry was awakened by her sister. Sure. But Barry knew them both. They're That's twins. They're basically the same. how we wound up recruiting mm-hmm. Barry from this tomb. That's true. You're very correct. Uh, I will show you... I think I have a picture of what you see when you look through Ravison's eyes. Give me a moment and I will show it to you. It's the ceiling and a skeevy end. And that feels like, like the fact that there's a picture feels like, oh yeah, we're supposed to be doing this. <laughs> like, <laughs> like they didn't mean? just put a magic mirror in this campaign for it's shits a picture. and giggles. You're looking through her eyes and she's like reading Mad Magazine on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> she's watching CNN. And I'm going to block the other page to keep you from getting unattended spoilers. Spoilers? Oh, so what, you see... ops? Oh, it's this. Yes, actually, yeah, it's on the DM <laughs> yeah. screen. Oh, there you go. Yep. Yep. Uh, don't read the text. Don't read the text. Don't okay. like. Yeah, it's that. it's very small. I don't think it matters. But mm. yeah. it seems really good. That's where she is. Yes, you uh, see that you know she's she's engaged in uh, uh, druidly duties duties. Um, um, duties at the foot of this uh, <laughs> giant sized skull faced fortress. Do we? We have no idea where this is. No, right? you've never clue. seen it in your life. <laughs> no, okay. But it's probably on an island in the sea of Yeah. If you want an express what? ticket there, let's just burn the body. Like like a, yeah. Would any knowledge check help us recall information? It's it's a pretty distinctive structure. It is. Um, oh, there's an aurora behind it, right? There is an aura behind it. Yes. No. <laughs> it's about so skull. Which way is the aurora going? Uh, if you poke your head out and look out in the sky, you don't see the aurora right now. The aurora is not out. No, but which way is the aurora that in the like, vision? In the, in the vision? vision, swirling, in place. The aurora is something she's doing magically that's fucking shit up from that location. Uh, okay. Radisson or somebody else? Radisson probably, but could also be uh, what was her name? We didn't actually talk to her for very long, but in the very first session, we met. A uh, frost giant who is a practitioner of the arts of Oriel. Yes, mm-hmm. that's right. And yeah. we haven't encountered her, or she hasn't even been in the story, and I'll bet you she got a big part to play somewhere. It is a... Is it a, a giant fortress like it is large for a human, or it is, a, is it a capital G giant? Sorry, that was my boot on the table. Yeah, okay, Kate. Yeah, um, <laughs> like, it is capital G. Capital G giant fortress. Giant. It is a frost giant fortress that is bad. Mm. Fucking awesome! <laughs> Love that for us! It's good. It's good. It's really good. Don't worry about it's it. Good. It's good. It's good. It's good. It's good. Rub it all over your nips. Yeah. I just... Man. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Because, like, the person who wrote the original Code of Sill of White was a frost giant. Mm-hmm. The Revisitor 200 years ago was a frost giant. Mm-hmm. There's a frost giant in there. And the frost giant currently is the great-great-granddaughter. I think that's what I'm remembering. Because the, the most recent one... Before her and the one that originally authored it were like eighteen hundred years apart. You're v- you're very close. You're very close to being on the money. Hmm. This may be speculative, mm. but the owl bear that uh, they we first encountered in the first session was also awakened. Was also awakened, right? Mm-hmm. She's had her eye on stuff about. Because we had the um, the elven apprentice mm-hmm. who had stuff about the flying cities. The netherese. The netherese. Mm-hmm. She's had her eye on this group the entire time. Dazon, actually, I think she's she probably has been following the apprentice. Mm-hmm. Because I think the chain of events is she's been following the apprentice with the notes. Mm-hmm. And then following Dazon. And I think Dazon going cuckoo bananas and killing his minions mm-hmm. was something that she did to Dazon. To get that loose end cleaned. Dazan left the tower with his companions. Which were probably members of the, the Order Aurel. of Aurel. Yep. And then I think that the madness that was put on him was probably a spell effect, um, which is how he wound up getting burned. And, um, or she just shoved a bunch of shardling down his throat or something. Finding this place... Which is a rail. <clears throat> finding this place is interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and that, I wonder, we left Sinar somewhere... Mm-hmm. Where did we leave him alone? We left him lonely, didn't we? No. No, no he's him. in jail. <laughs> no, no, he's no. in a ta- tavern telling you, stories. You, yeah. You, you left Wasn't him that in, the tavern in Lonelywood? No. No, it was the, it was the it was originally the um the brewery in Goodmead, but then arrived in Brinchander. So he's he is there now. Yeah. yeah, yeah we he's, know he's still accounted for. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's yeah. alive and well. Well, I mean not he's alive. Well. No, but he's, well. 
he's well-ish. Yeah. Because we didn't check in on him after everything happened, so I was wondering if he had been abducted, and that's how she got information about where this is. Mm, could be. Um, but no. But how she would have gotten information about this is interesting. That's a question we haven't answered yet, because if it's one of those things where you need to know how to get here, well, she, she got here before us. Yeah, she and already And we also stumbled upon it. Sort of. We were chased here by one of your patron's weirdos. Hey, I'm one of my patron's weirdos. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got Wendigooned. Not my weirdos. <laughs> uh, you know what? All the speculation seems to be a really good time for... Um, Shots? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Una relays the information about Ravison... From the mirror. From the mirror. Um, I was going to say, like, obviously I imagine the party begins to speculate madly. Yes. <laughs> uh, and so she just kind of says, uh, my patron and our rail want the same thing. That sounds disturbing. It does sound disturbing. And what is what do they want? Uh, and cue the info dump about... Everything that Una just heard from her. Wanted to be free. From <clears throat> wanted, wanted to be, to be free, free from flesh. And, well, uh, a real wants to be free from flesh. We said they want the same things. He said the, fr- the flesh Freedom. is restricting. Yes. And makes me hungry all the time. I would eat until I'm satisfied, which I don't think the eating is the thing he wanted. I think that not being hungry anymore and not being stuck in the flesh is what he wants. Mm-hmm. And I think that he's like, a real wants this but doesn't know it right now, which... To me, says something is going on, mental fuckery, even on a real scale. Well, uh, Una's <clears throat> patron said that when he was free, he would eat until he was sated. Yeah, that's true. So it's not the flesh that makes him hungry. He is hungry all the time. And Una will just say that flat out. Like, yeah. my patron is always hungry. But once the same thing, in the context of freeing yourself from the flesh, does not mean that they are trying to do accomplish the same goals. So that's good, at least. No, but they were at odds, and now they want the same thing. Yeah. Do we think it's it's not like them wanting the same thing so much as him having like a, a, a flavor of sympathy towards her? I just, I, if we're thinking about this in the context of like, are they on the same team? I don't think that's true at all. I think that it's... That is what it sounded like, though. Uh, it sounds to me more like it's metaphorical. Like, you know, we've got bigger fish to fry, and that bigger fish to fry is getting free of the flesh. Okay. And it's not like, you know, we're, we're going to get fire together and get these adventurers. It's like, no, I don't want to be on this plane of existence, because yeah, this sucks. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I got shit to do that's bigger than wandering in the snow. Like... Um, yeah, so anyway, speculation about Ravison. We know she's a druid. We know she casts Awakened Spells. We know that she has acquired a bunch of shit to cast more Awakened Spells. She's mm-hmm. at this giant fortress. She had a giant skull fortress. Um, it's probably in the Sea of Moving Ice, because that's how nobody would ever find it, and that's how the Frost Giants would get there all the time. Mm-hmm. Alright, so that was good. What do you got? The giant fortress. Yes. Is, how big was the um, shield guardian... Uh, it would be considered a large construct, so okay. probably like, like an ogre. Yeah, yeah, okay. about ogre size. Okay, so smaller than than a giant, yes. Yeah. But no, definitely. smaller than the fortress. Oh yeah. Okay, so it's not like the head of the. But the... a great ally. That would be cool, though, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah. No, it's yeah about ogre size. If we're going up against giants. a goddess and giants and giants. We, we, need, we need a big fighting robot. Having a big robot would help a kaiju battle dramatically. Yeah. we got to show them our Gundams. <laughs> I sent you my Gundam, please respond. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, no one in the party was ever laid. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah no, so, no one in the party has been laid yet. Yeah, true, true. Um, all right, so you know where one is. Uh, you, you'd need to either find or construct a head for it. Construct a head. It's possible to b- rebuild it. If only we knew some powerful wizards who. Oh. Who oh? Who oh who? Who who? I bet Valin could make a head. That would be lovely. Once we're done with these errands, tasks, quests, whatever, we should um, recover the body from the goblins. And also, 
I bet the professor orb that she wants knows how to make the head. Excellent. How to form the head. You made Voltron. Excellent point, Kaljabook. <laughs> Fuck off. Uh, <laughs> so, question... I called, I called you wise master. Oh, good. Uh, <laughs> trust yeah, Sure, yeah, okay. Everything in Drowder sounds like an Sounds insult. like an asshole. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, they, they can't help that. Yeah. Um, okay, so I feel like this is all really good information and great for speculating. We steal the body. Um, here is my thought. If we're going to take the body or burn the body, we got to fuck up that mirror. Bam, bam, So basically you're starting a riot. You're going to burn stuff and break, break shit, break <laughs> glass. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, I mean, I'm not saying that we necessarily should. I, I've obviously suggested that we get rid of the body, but I'm going to say, like, either we don't touch anything and we don't betray the fact that we were here other than the mirror has been attuned to, or we fuck everything up. Just everything. Yeah, it, this this is kind of an all-or-nothing flavored thing. Look. Okay. Do you wish to defile this whole place? No, but this mirror is not an artifact that we can enable her to have if we're going to, as Sai points out, draw the ire of her and all of her allies. Yeah. Um, it does hmm. seem like if she resurrects a god into her sister, that'd be bad. So, the bodies that are being burned are coming with us. But then, with what time we have here... First of all, it is a good time for resting, and secondly, we should make optimal use of it and answer whatever questions we can from it before we destroy it. We can Assuming it, it can be destroyed. Use it again in the morning, basically? Yeah. If, if there's any burning questions we have on our mind that could aid us in our mission. Um, and if Ravison walks in, then, well, we can we fuck, her day up. fuck her day up. Yep, surprise, you're a ferret. Um, it would <laughs> well that's not how it works <laughs> then she comes back <laughs> she runs up your pant leg Bites we're just doing a full sack. weekend at Bernie's with her sister <laughs> put her in sunglasses and a hat she is Mrs. Nesbitt <laughs> we're gonna get Cy in makeup to look like her sister we roll the body out of the casket put Cy in there and then we're gonna leave <laughs> it's like Mrs. Doubtfire but stupid <laughs> All right, so... There is certainly something I would wish to ask it, but I don't believe it is relevant to our current quest. So I will f- seek these answers elsewhere. We can you, you can make one more use of it if you want to wait and spend the night here. I, it is purely selfish. I have one non-selfish suggestion, which is, as I mentioned before, that frost giant we don't have any knowledge about. Yes, indeed. Mm. I can argue with that. To wheel or woe, whether or not seeing through the frost giant will provide us any better information. I mean, that's legit. Because yeah. if it says woe, then it's like, yeah, okay, we already saw the Skull Fortress. Thanks, fucking Vision. Look, I know it takes an hour. Yeah. I mean, if we're gonna stay till the morning, well, I can yeah. do this. I can do this all night long, global. <laughs> Tell Zev that. <laughs> don't. Zev. Zev doesn't have to sleep, so you Zev. just don't. <laughs> Zev knows about uh, goblin stamina of Nome Hall. Uh, indeed. You are resilient creatures, she says diplomatically. <laughs> Dick like a needle, but he fucks like a sewing machine. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, take inspiration, you sick fuck. <laughs> and now I'm thinking about it. Yeah. <laughs> You're thinking about it, and we're talking about it, so. <laughs> so, yeah, it would take an hour to do the ritual, and mm-hmm. then it lasts for 30 minutes. Okay. Um... But I don't make any rolls. So, yeah, th- that's the question I ask is, uh, will the mirror re- uh, give us any new information if we uh, seek... What's the... The, 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 fr- the woman's thing? name, the, the frost giant that we met in session one. Which you brought it up, and when I said you were very close, the name of the frost giant druidess of Oriel was Evite Helgren's daughter. Yes, that's right. Yeah. There is a common surname at play. And apparently they have like 200-year lifespans or something, because if that's great-granddaughter from like 1,800 years ago. Yeah, well, they're, they're all related. The the greats are sort of a formality. Yeah. But it could be great, 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 but they're not going to say all the greats. They just say great. <laughs> I mean, great. Like the, the codicil of white is like eight pages. Just yeah. Like great. Well, I mean, that's what the Old Testament is, basically. Yeah. Same thing hmm. with any Norse mythologies. Like, yeah. so-and-so, son of so-and-so. Yeah. All right, so phrase the question in a way that I can give you a wheel or woe answer, and I'll, I'll answer it for you. Uh... Will, so yes or no, will scrying uh, UV yield different different information from the previous scrying? Wheel. Wheel fuck. <laughs> Wheel shit! <laughs> well, Wheel. Uh, if you ask about the frost tank, you're going to get different information than you got 
asking about um, what's her face, Ravison. Cool. Alright, well. Let's do it. Especially if we're gonna fuck up the mirror at the end of the yeah. Like, let's get all the information we can out of this. Because destroying the mirror takes away a tool from Ravison, yes. but it also takes away a tool from us. Yeah. We also might want to be careful when we break that mirror. Why? It's an artifact with magic in it. It just doesn't seem like a smart thing to stand right up on it. And doesn't explode. It's and, a load-bearing mirror. In a, in a quick flash of, uh, drow, of, of drow dark-minded stuff, perhaps you can have your newly raised companion do it. Why we stand back and watch. Haven't been able to raise her yet. She's still under gentle repose for an undetermined Oh, I can dispel that. He's got a bag of bits, too. Yeah. Yeah, but that's in Bryn Chandler. Oh. I hid that, specifically. Yeah. You could dispel the, the gentle repose and do that if you want. You could dispel the mirror, and then it might not explode when you break it. That's you could do that as well. Or you could, you could also, and I, I don't want to put ideas in your head, you could also dispel the glue holding it to the wall. Oh, how big is the mirror? It's a full body size mirror. It'd yeah, be difficult like to transport, but... Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't know, good, glue, good I didn't know the glue was a magical oh, effect. It's, yeah. uh, it's sovereign glue that's holding it to the wall. Okay. Oh, yeah, let's do that. Steal the fucking mirror. That, if, that's, if that's an option <laughs> that we all realize can be done, then yes. Cast an illusion I mean, of the mirror. The I mean, it's, it's your spell, so I would imagine you have the wherewithal to, to understand. I, I and you cast. A, I get it past like a long rest. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that also, if we steal the mirror, that means we're rolling through the tundra on a dog sled with a surfboard-sized piece of glass. That's fine. I mean, you're also, you're also doing it with a dog sled full of wood and nails and, you know, a million other things. So, like, it's just more cargo. Yeah, but... Put a fur on the top, but a fur on the bottom is just like packing stuff into a moving van. Wood doesn't shatter. Yeah. But <laughs> well, it does in Icewind Dale. <laughs> <That's fine. laughs> I think the odds of it shattering are low, and if it does, oh no, it's the same fucking thing we were going to do a minute ago anyway. Yeah. Well, okay. I do enjoy this idea. You could toboggan down the hill with it, too. Then it would be our weapon and not theirs. Yes. Yeah. And right. I know that you voiced an interest in using it for a selfish aim if we can use it every day for a while. Yeah. Indeed. I would have my turn. Mm-hmm. Until we're like, damn, this is heavy. You gotta get rid of this shit. I mean, it's only a body-sized mirror. It probably weighs like 30 pounds. And, and you know, you put it in a cave or something where she doesn't know where it is, and then she doesn't know where it is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> get a casket and put it in a casket, and then if you somehow manage to scry it, you see a dark box. Yeah. Or just put it face down somewhere. Gotcha, you fuck. Yeah, you flung around all day. Um, yeah, yeah, or just put it face down somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> It's like put. It's like the Palantir in Lord of the Rings, where they just threw a fucking tablecloth over it. I was just thinking of the <laughs> made, made a most powerful inert, inert magic item. <laughs> um, all right, so is that the plan? Are you you uh, going to dispel the sovereign glue? Well, let's scry the giant before we do anything. Yep, and then, then pop it and lock it. Put it in your pocket. Um, all right, so you are scrying Evie Telgren's daughter. Yes. All right. Um, when you do, you look through her eyes. Um, she, it, it takes you a moment to sort of adjust from one point of view to the other point of view. And it's even more difficult because you're translating what you saw to Zev, who's trying to picture it in her mind and make landmarks line up with what she's seeing. Mm -hmm. But it becomes pretty clear to you right off the bat that you are at the top of the structure from which, uh, Ravison was at the bottom looking up. You are at the top of the structure. And you determine that because... As Evit is in the midst of performing a magical ritual, she looks up to see the swirling colors of the aurora, which normally you're used to seeing span spread out over the night sky, are now sort of in a centralized location, just swirling like the eye of a hurricane above you. Um, and you see that she is working on a magical ritual, and she is working this ritual from what is the codicil of white proper on an altar in front of her with her various spell components and magical adornments spread out around her and it appears that as she works her magical ritual she is causing this aura to swirl faster or slower above her is it almost like a drain where it's like sucking it in from places yeah kind of yeah okay. that's a good way to is describe that it. maybe why it started going backwards <laughs> the coriolis effect well no it's it like you know like it's moving but it's all yeah, the aurora was bleeding out before. That's how we were kind of following like, it, and now okay. it's now it's, like it's just being sucked back into wherever. It, that yeah, is. it appears like she's drawing like I don't know if you want to call it magical energy or whatever, but whatever the aurora is actually constructed out of, like she's pulling the threads of it from the night sky that are still residual. Like anything remaining in the, in, in the night sky, she's pulling into a central location and like centralizing it above the fortress where she's working a ritual. That's right. what you see currently. They're trying to create eternal darkness. 
But we're also the only ones who can tell the aurora is going in a different direction. You're the only so ones who, who notice that particular phenomenon. Yes, that's correct. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe other people didn't notice what direction it was going in before. That maybe seems he, unlikely. I mean, yeah, like if you just if you realize the sun was rising on the other side of the horizon. Yeah. It's always done that, though, bruh. <laughs> but like, is, is it one of those things where you'd like you? You'd like all day long. You'd be like, something's not right. Like, you know what I mean? <clears throat> it, I like mean, when it, somebody it gets is, a haircut and you fishermen can't would notice immediately. Well, yeah, no. but it is. It is. And Kate, I know you would understand this this terminology. It is a high strangeness type of okay. event. Like, like it is. It is so weird that common people might like notice it and note upon it, but not think too deeply about it because it breaks their brain to think about. Right. It. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Hmm. Huh. And also, you're dealing with a place that hasn't seen the sun in two years. Weird sky anomalies are just par for the course at this point. Alternatively, there was probably some magic juju animating this motherfucker, and that magic juju might have shot up into the sky and started going that way to be recoalesced into a new body. Hate that! Mm. Yeah, it doesn't seem good for you guys. Seems great. Hope it works out. (laughs) I'll let you know. (laughs) All All right, what's the next plan? Are you on board with this, Josh, with the Sovereign Glue dispelling? Yeah, if we have no... Well, we're probably going to be getting to move on soon. So, yeah, we have a lot more questions, presumably, once this is done. So, uh, let's set up a cushion for or a way to catch it for when it probably falls from the, from the wall. <laughs> or yeah. someone just, like, just hold it while you do the thing and yeah. hold it down. It's, it's a simple enough prospect. I'm not going to throw any weird curveballs at you about it breaking when it comes off the wall. Okay. The Sovereign Glue gets dispelled. It takes a little bit of, you know, wiggling, but you, you get the, the mundane part of the glue to break with it, and you, know, you have the mirror in your possession. And it is, it's a pain in the ass to lug around, and it's going to require, like, a setup and a time to use. Like, I'm not going to just be able to, like, oh, you could pop it up in combat and use it there. No, no, I, no, no. you're going to have to, like, Sit down and probably like utilize a short rest at least to use this mirror again. But uh, yeah, it's in your possession now and part of your luggage. Now, what about the bottle? Uh, <laughs> well, I think it either comes with us or gets destroyed. What if we? Oh, I mean, what if we just cast dispel magic on it and let it rot? Uh, That's a possibility. It's not going to rot very fast when it's frozen outside. It's frozen outside, and Ravison was here probably between. She can help us carry things. Yeah. Yeah, when it wears off. I mean, that's if, if the intent is to zombify her, that's gross, and I don't like it. In a in a Coos blood doesn't feel good about that. But um, there's utility to it. I and will require a rest before I do it, but thankfully, I only require roughly four hours. It also does wait until the general repose fails. We don't know how long ago it was cast, but it seems like it was cast at least. Presumably, Ravison will come back by the time her spell needs to renewal. We'll be long gone by then. Yeah. Indeed. We don't need to animate her here. True too. That's true. Very well, let's go. Yoink! <laughs> Yeet! <laughs> and you toboggan her down the hill. Um, Alright, so you leave, you depart the crypt with the body of Ravison's sister, who has a name, and I, if I remembered it, I'd tell you. Um, it's in my notes somewhere, I'll, I'll let you know. It's on one of Pavu's character sheets that are super not here. There you go. Well, <laughs> I mean, shame on both of us, I guess, then. Um, and you have the magic, magic mirror. Of magicness. Mm. Uh, what is your next destination? We are traveling to the north, right? King of the north. You going to six? Yeah. All right, sexy sixty. I thought. Oh, never mind. Never mind. Sorry. I'm gonna go check out Macritus. I have artwork for that. That's the uh, the cabin that we. The cabin with the little gnome, or the gnome's friend, anyway. Hate that. Fun fact about that picture: it's during the day. Yeah, uh, unfortunately, <laughs> I love this this guy who did all the artwork on his Patreon for this campaign module. Um, the the pictures are great, but they're all drawn during daylight, and mm. I can't understand why. So this is the structure of the Black Cabin, uh, but imagine it at night. Well, just turn the screen off. Going to the yeah. outhouse seems really <laughs> inconvenient. That's what it looks like for everyone with dark vision. Yeah. <laughs> So for whatever reason, this is what you encounter when you get there. That is like the worst place to take a piss. Like you have to go all the way down the stairs. No, just piss on the window. No, bro, you stand at the top of the stairs and you piss. You piss on it. Yeah, you piss on it. Like you, you see only all the use the outhouse for poops. Also, the part of the roof that seems to be partially exposed really sucks. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, it's not optimal. Uh, I bet that's really bad for him. I. Maybe we, we should have stayed at five levels again. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, I mean, I, I left it red in your quest log for a while, so that's on me, but... Yeah, well, you know what? He's, he's going to look like the guy at the end of Scrooged. Oh, the frozen guy. Well, yeah, depending on what this cabin looks like. Yeah, we were supposed to, like, run a supply box out to him because well, yeah, it was getting dire. Like, he stopped sending missives, I think, yeah. was the thing. He was like, I don't know yeah. what's going on with my friend because he's so, shut up. And he's yeah, like me. so I will I will remind you of this quest because you got it very a very long time ago, and I also assume that you, you collected the supplies you were supposed to bring up here before you left. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. You, know, you didn't, like, come up here and be like, oh, I forgot to get the box. <laughs> Shame Are, on you. Would you like get some nails for breakfast? Perhaps <laughs> <laughs> uh, an enchanted see. mirror. Uh, let's see. All right, so what you know from uh, talking to um, Copper Nobernock, who is one of the clerics living Would in... Would you call me? Fuck you! <laughs> living in the, uh, the the Church of La Thunder in, uh, in Brinchander, uh, is that six months ago, he had been at this black cabin with his friend Macritus, uh, who was a sage and a, uh, another follower of La Thunder, and they were conducting some magical experimentation that they wanted to do in a remote location, so they picked this place because they feared that it might be dangerous and they didn't want to do it inside the town where they might you know, hurt people. Um, at some point, Copper got frustrated with the lack of progress they are making on their work and said he was going back to the Ten Towns for a little while to, you know, rest his brain. And he got comfortable and just ended up not... Yeah. Uh, he stopped hearing from his friend and was concerned and sort of tasked you with, like, hey, bring him... You know, some supplies because he needs them, but also like reopen the lines of communication. Do you know? Do a check to make sure he's still upright and kicking. Um, But it was more of a you know more of that and less of the supplies. The supplies were just sort of to get you out here. Yeah, the world's most protracted wellness check. Yes, (laughs) it's kind of like his uh, apologizing without apologizing kind of thing. Yes, it's yeah, it's an olive branch, a, a figurative olive branch. He gives us the supply box, and it's a big, like, heart-shaped box of chocolate and yeah. a bunch of roses. <laughs> <laughs> big teddy bear. Although he was also dressed like a big teddy bear, so. <laughs> right. Yeah. Remember, you're starting to remember this now, right? Oh, uh, I haven't been drinking enough. <laughs> so, upon reaching what can only be described as the Black Cabin, which was the way it was named to you, um, this is what you see, except at night. Given the missions we have been sent on, there has always been some sort of twist. One might call me paranoid, but I believe we must take uncommon precautions, even at the risk of seeming like insane people, checking on this one person. So burn the cabin. Perhaps not that drastic a measure, <laughs> though that might cause him just to run out, and then we would say, oh, you were fine, we, we see. Sorry for the bother. But, um, <laughs> Sorry to have burned your home to the ground. <laughs> Barbecue. It's more of like an Airbnb. It's it's sort of like oh, a, a cabin. It's literally elevated, so it's an Airbnb. Yeah. I propose that somebody takes a takes a look inside. I would be with, and she just pulls her cloak up on on her sir on her over her head. I will volunteer to do this, so that we mm. don't have to resort to fire immediately. But if I see something that is worth burning, then well, we will just complete. We'll just keep the supplies for ourselves and enjoy a nice bonfire. <laughs> uh, I'll volunteer to look through a window as well, because climbing is a thing that I'm good at. Right. Oh, and we can use that talent that you have. Which one? So that we may leave no traces. Oh, yes, that's also true. And pass. Uh, I immediately pass. <laughs> <laughs> you all gain a level for killing Goose Blood. I pass. Okay. <laughs> you get busy XP. I can be worth a bunch of XP by now. Yeah, yeah, you're pretty up there. Um, do, um, we, do we want pass that trace? Are we worried about that right now? You think so? I think it is best safe than sorry. I don't get a ton of them, so if we're going to do it, we got to be pretty sure. I don't think we need it. Yeah. Uh, I do have some flavor text for approaching the the outside of the black cabin. If you want me to read it to you first. Yes. Give it to us. It's actually pretty good. Um, Perched on the edge of a snowy ridge above a gorge is a black lodge on wooden stilts. Whatever path might have led to this ramshackle retreat lies buried under snow. Icy steps climb toward a snow-covered walkway that clings to the south side of the structure. The building's slumped posture and sagging snow-covered roof coupled with the broken windows and loose flapping shutters, suggest utter abandonment. Large snowdrifts huddle around the rotting stilts and engulf a nearby woodshed and outhouse. Only the wind visits this sinister place. Oh, oh he's dead. He's so dead. Very dead. 
Jeez. Nothing to drop off. Let's go. You know, looking at the place, the fire is looking awfully appealing. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. But and then her intern sixteen intelligence kicks in. We should do our due diligence. He also said that they were working on a weather phenomenon that could reverse the effects of what's going on with the eternal light. Yeah, so yes. we might want to see if there, they actually solved it. There Get might some be something notes. valuable. I'm guessing they didn't, but you know, if we lit it on fire and we didn't check, we'd feel like real assholes about it. <laughs> the And the reason I do make a case to use your talent, Kuspalad, uh, is that I do possess this what, a cloak of my people. So I might be best... A, f- a, flesh, best, a flesh cloak, you a may best, say. A best, I would be best unseen. True, true. So if we are going together, or with any of us for that matter, I believe that a bolstering of our stealthy abilities would be necessary. Okay. Um, are there other wildlife around, like birds, owls, things like that? Uh, it is strangely devoid of wildlife. Of course it is. Motherfucker. All the more reason there's nothing covering our sounds, really. Yeah, yeah, you make a good argument. Uh, Kachink, we are now going to be uh, very quiet. <laughs> Stealth bird. <laughs> excellent, excellent news. Um, <laughs> a phenomenal three second sound clip. That <laughs> <laughs> very sound. Um, appreciated. And quiet. Shall we all go as a unit then? Uh, I think the two of us first, just to look through windows, and there then we'll report back and go in through the doors. Very well. Stay safe, everybody. Um, we start doing double dutch in the background. Kuspalot is kind of a wiry guy, right? Mm-hmm. And Zev is slender. And sinuous she is hell. a slip of a thing, as I say. And you guys are probably not going up like holding hands. You're probably leaving no. some space between you. No, I think we're going up probably like 20 or 30 feet. A ride is back. Um, <laughs> like Yoda. I could be a backpack Immediately you realize the wisdom in this course of action as you feel that the rotten timbers that make up this outer walkway would give way if too much weight was put on one place at one time. Um, but with two of you spaced out over several portions of it, um, it, it's, it feels like it's sturdy enough to hold your weight. Anybody, I think you feel like the rest of your party will be fine. Um, Pavu, if Pavu was still with you, would probably have have difficulty because of his weight. And at a minimum, if we're going in, then we're going to need to go one at a time up the stairs, it would seem. Yeah, probably a good idea. Yeah, my interest is more like Spider-Manning around to see, like, in windows and stuff. Um, If you ascend the stairs... I'll check doors and traps and all that. Hmm. Uh, so you'll find you'll find no traps. This this is not trapped. Uh, a little history on the Black Cabin that you probably, as a character, would know, um... The Black Cabin was built by a ranger of the far north long before the founding of the Ten Towns. When he moved on, the lodge became a refuge for others seeking sanctuary from the wind sleeping down from the ragged glacier. It's like a hunting cabin that's open to whoever needs to stay the night. That seems like a thing that should be in much better shape than it is. Oh, it's, yeah. it's like the, the bus they found in Chris McCandless in. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I was thinking the lean-to, but... <laughs> um, so, yeah, the, it, this, uh, it, I mean... It, Theoretically, somebody could come in and set up traps, but it's not surprising that this place is untrapped because it's more of a hunting lodge than anything. Um, creeping up the stairs. Who's going first? So, am I able to scale one of the timbers that's holding it up instead of the stairs? Yes. Uh, with a athletics check, you could climb it. Uh, I have a climb speed. You have a climb speed, then yes. You absolutely could. So you, you can spy your man in and I'll go the conventional way. Yeah, I think that way we can scope out the most of it without actually going in. Sounds good. And, we're, and still remain within 30 feet. Within 30 feet of each other, yeah. I mostly want to check out the windows that I can see with from 30 feet of the walkway. And we'll use, um, we've been practicing our hand signals, so I think that's... We actually we, have. That's a real thing. That's what we'll be using. <laughs> All right. Um, so one of you is going to be looking in at uh, what co- what consists of what must have been Macritus's workshop. Um, the, f- the flavor text, such as it is, it only says, Frost covers every surface of this abandoned workshop. Uh, but you can look, seeing, uh, and... You don't have dark vision, right? I do. I have goggles. Oh, you have the goggles. Okay. Uh, with the go- with the um, thank the God, goggles. Pavu died. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I say that every day. I say it like <laughs> um, Okay. So l- looking into the Arch. abandoned workshop, you see a set of Smith's tools with a set of tinker tools spread across a wooden table, yes, along sir. with some twisted bits of metal. Uh, a bookcase uh, against the north wall has a family of harmless squirrels living in it. They are playing with their nuts um and you can see one dart through a uh, tiny little hole at the floor near uh, one of the cabins still it's probably the one you climbed up probably runs up the hole and then hides in its little tiny hole in the bookshelf mm-hmm. um aside from some scraps of paper and detritus the squirrels are collected the bookshelf holds nothing of interest 
Um, Josh, you yes. taking the more traditional route. Uh, I should say Zevelyn taking the more traditional route. Uh, Josh is there too. She's polite in her home invasions. <laughs> uh, you take a peek through the window, mm-hmm. uh, and this is the main room, the largest room, probably like a sitting room. Um, this room contains, uh, well, you wouldn't be able to smell anything. Um, snow is falling through holes in the roof and then pushed into corners by stiff winds blowing through broken windows. Oh, the bro- windows are broken, so maybe you would smell. I'll do the whole thing. The room contains the lingering smell of burnt wood and flesh. You also count the faint odor of wine. Snow has fallen through holes in the roof and been pushed in the corners by stiff winds blowing in through broken windows. Mm. The walls and furniture are scorched black, including a table with the charred remains of a book on it. Next to the table, on the floor, amid several broken wine bottles, is the mostly incinerated skeleton and a round, frost-covered object about six inches in diameter. Detect magic. Uh, let's see. This dude miscast his spell in a big way. Well, we know what happened to him, so I guess we can burn the cabin now. Kids, this is what happens if you ponder I mean, your orb too hard. This was uh, this was a ranger hero of old's cabin to help people yes. to get away from the window. Luna calls over. Can we burn it yet? <laughs> By the way, how's your stealth mission? <laughs> you can respond to this message. Um, well, how far away are you? You uh, sixty feet. Detect well. magic gives you a residual aura of transmutation magic surrounding the six-inch item in the skeleton's hand. Uh oh. Okay. Uh-oh. <laughs> What's it look like again? Uh-oh. The in his hand? Uh, let's see. Does it have a description? This magic item Fun, looks like so a six-inch diameter gyroscope featuring two scorched rings inlaid with runes and a dense chunk of coal at its core. Do we know what the professor's balls look like? <laughs> I mean, Does he's subscribed it? to his OnlyFans. Like, uh, one of the documents that we had showed us what the... the um, Oh, what a mythalar looked like. Yep. Yeah. Does this look like a yeah. mythalar? Would you like to see your documents? Yeah. Uh, I, well, I will consult my documents. amazing brain to see if I recognize it. I will consult a squirrel. I cast uh, speak with animals. Does it look like this? <gasps> yes, it does, does look very similar to that. However, this one only has two rings and not three. Okay. Would you like to see the document? Zev speculates that maybe he tried to construct one of his own. This, the, this yeah, device, which I've tried yeah. to create this home. Yeah. Centralized gem of unknown properties surrounded by golden rays that rotate around in different directions when it is in use. In my time, I guess, with the Fine City, I found myself fascinated by it, though in all the time spent with it, I have only the most rudimentary understanding of its capabilities. And mm. He's been pondering it. He's pondering yes. so hard. I know that in conjunction with other applications of arcane magic is what causes the city to fly and clears the skies of unwanted weather detrimental to flight. It is magic drawn from the edge of the universe, third ring trapped in astral plane. And that was all like cut off. Yeah, astral plane energy, and then a guy whose face is nothing but white light. Yeah, 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 that all checks out. Everything's coming up, Millhouse. I would like to cast Speak with Animals. Okay. And I would like to ask a squirrel, what happened in here? What's going on? Does that require concentration? Uh, I don't think it does. I think it just happens. It's probably still worth doing. It's It's a little squirrely. Just don't want us to suddenly lose past that trace. And then you leave tracks just all over. Pretty much. Well, there could still something be, be something here. And also... No concentration. Um, no concentration. All right, thank you. Uh, do I recall correctly that the page, our document, is not torn. It is burnt at the edges. Uh, yes, it is somewhat singed at the edges. So it would seem using it wrong results in fire. Well, I'll just... Am I just this looking in? This is what I see, right? Yes. Yeah, you, you're getting this from looking through a broken window. All right, so just I'll, before you talk to the squirrels, I'll just, I'll just uh, signal, like, like it's simple stuff, so just, like, like seems safe. Shall I go in? Um, and I'll give you the just the one finger, like, hold on, I'm about to talk to a squirrel. Okay, stand by. <laughs> that, everyone knows this, so That's what one this finger means. means. Yes. Squeak, squeaker, squeak, squeaking. <laughs> 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 All right, so what are you asking the squirrel specifically? Uh, how long have you and your family, friends, occupied the cabin? Uh, my youngest was born here. No son. Don't know how many days. Okay. Um, what have you observed in the time you've been here? Um, stinky bones. Um, two-foot bear. Um, shiny skylights. 
two-foot bear. Two-foot bear. Has two feet. How big? Feet are big. And I, I gesture to the bookshelf. Bigger than bookshelf? Bigger than bookshelf. Uh, feet not bigger than bookshelf. Bear bigger than bookshelf. Yeah. Dangerous? Nice. Hmm. Big foot. <laughs> uh, yeah, actually, that's a very good point. Antlers? Bear. Bear. Bullet bear? Um, White bear. White bear. White bear. Um, any other visitors or occupants? Um, no people. Very quiet. Okay. Um, I give it a little piece of food from my pack. It scurries off and shares it with squirrel family. Thanks, buddy. Uh, you got it, pal. Shoots <laughs> the double guns. <laughs> squirrel guns. I shoot. Him. <laughs> You shoot him with a laser gun. <laughs> My bad, I forgot this is a sci-fi Thank adventure. you, friend. Oh, shit, it's an elephant kid. <laughs> no more news for you now. <laughs> Nothing personal, kid. <laughs> Always has been. 